0: Oh, Recorded live. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wayne, your facilitator for this call. Thanking you for joining us on this talk TalkShoe line as we try to stay current of the programs as a group. I trust that everyone is doing as best as could be expected. Uh, we know that many of you are going through challenging times and also some trying times. Amidst our trying times and our difficult circumstances and even some of our members passing away along this journey, Um, I got some news just uh, yesterday from some members that uh, I'm associated with in Australia, which was very encouraging uh, to me. Um, this is not necessarily news regarding the programs. These are also members of the program. But somewhat of a uh, a testament, I often share um, this line to all of you um, when we learn of tragedies that has taken place with some of our members as we learn about them or as I learn about them. However, these two circumstances Um, are for two gentlemen, uh, people that I've met in Australia, from Australia, um, and just uh, wonderful, wonderful people, and uh, in recent weeks, uh, they've had to endure trying circumstances, uh, as, as some of you probably gentlemen, Um, and I'm sharing this information with you because uh, I just think it's valuable to do so amidst the uh, tragedies that we talk about um, often are mentioned on the slide. This other colleague of ours as well as member of HCI and EMS. um, Now, last June, I can tell you he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And he alerted me of that. He didn't have much time based on what the uh, doctors had indicated. He needed to get his house in order. Uh, I think they gave him about two months uh, to live. And he and I corresponded talking about, um, you know, what would happen... his passing, and would his children be able to benefit from this? Well, uh, that's not the conversation I wanted to have with him, certainly, because I wanted him to be able to benefit and enjoy the blessings um, from his investments. He went into treatment um, and took some extensive, aggressive treatment treatment for his terminal cancer, and the call that I received yesterday was truly an uh, answer to prayer to not just he and his family, but to those of us who also now are listening to this, to just to be encouraged that when someone else, like even a physician, says it's over or it's almost over, just like Many of us on listening to this call has thought that it's over with the programs that we're involved with because there's no communication. That is not the case. It is not over until it's over. The good news from this particular gentleman's situation yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, was that he is 100% cancer-free at this time. Now, just to back up, This was someone who had been diagnosed with stage four cancer, given approximately two months to live and get his house in order. But his faith, as well as those who have been praying for him, certainly has won out in this. He is 100% cancer-free. So that is a wonderful, wonderful good news to bring to us here. Now, the second story also is of another uh, member of HCI, good news also, Um, and I've met him personally in Australia. This is uh, based on the fire uh, that was happening in South Australia. This gentleman's house was located in the city where they were having these massive fires that consumed many, many homes and businesses. Um, When the fire came close enough to his home, he was asked to leave his home. He had about an hour notice to get what he could and leave. And that was a task in itself, he said. Having lived in the home for 30 years, what do you take and what do you leave? Well, certainly he had to respond very swiftly and he left because the fire was approaching his house and was preparing to consume it. He left and went to family and friends for the duration of the time until the uh, situation was resolved. When it was resolved, his house, was only about 500 feet from being totally consumed. Now, this is a good story also in light that partly the reason why his house was spared other than his prayers and prayers going up on his behalf as well as the firemen aggressively attacking the fire part of the reason his home was spared was because he has some animals in his backyard. And to be specific, he had some sheep, sheep. And what happened was, since the sheep fed or grazed on the grass in the backyard, there wasn't much to burn when it came to his property. But his neighbors who did not have that uh, had, did not have sheep or animals to graze their property uh, very low, and they had tall grass. The fire took to their home and their property and consumed their home. So, we think many times about the challenges that we face on a daily basis, and I know that there are many of you out there that are going through them, have been through them, and still, yet there's some of you, there are still to come, those challenges. We certainly want you to be encouraged, have faith, don't give up. It's not over until it's over. Similarly to the programs that were connected. Even though we may not have heard from the Administrators, the site may go down. Let's not throw in the towel and give up hope because once we give up hope, then there is no need for life anymore. With that said, and I hope that you can digest that and those two testimonies from these two members of HCI and what happened for them just recently. Now, we will move forward to update you regarding the programs that we're connected to. And some of them we have new information, some no new information. Nevertheless, I will review the three particular programs that we have information on. I just want to make reference to one program uh, that has been longstanding for many of us and that is Global Pension Plan. And Global Pension Plan, as we know, ladies and gentlemen, have not had or sent out any official communication since July of 2004. I'm sorry, 2010, that is. Since July of 2010, we have not had any official communication from Global Pension Plan. What we learned in the course of time was that individuals around the world, different countries, actually filed grievances with their government regarding GPP. And this then took GPP into a legal discourse to defend itself, which I believe they're still involved with doing so. And because they have these legal issues at this time, they are prohibited at this point from coming back to us or reactivating the program until these legal issues have been settled or resolved or withdrawn or just simply squashed. So that's what we know about GPP. However, can I say however? There is a group of individuals that call themselves GPP trustees. We don't know where they came from, these self-appointed people, which I've always believed were not legitimate because GPP identified them as such before they took their site down. These people have been over the years asking people to send money for debit cards, trust account, all these things, um, basically mimicking what HCI has been doing. In a large degree, in recent weeks, there was another email that well, in recent week, just last week, I believe actually, another email has been circulated from this group called GPP Trustees. Just a reminder, folks, they have no connection, no relationship to global pension plan, the original global pension plan. So if you see these email or if they surface to you, they're likely coming from someone that you know. Now the person or the place that they should be coming from, if it was an official communication from Global Pension Plan, it would come from their website to your email address because they already have yours and my email address the people who call themselves GPP trustees, the only email addresses that they have of theirs are for people who subscribe to them. If you subscribe to them, yes, they will communicate to you because they have your email address. But if you did not subscribe to them as I did not, you will not receive any emails from them. But be it known that GPP has all the member's email address and contact information to send them a communication when the time is right and appropriate for them to reconnect with us. Just want you to be aware of that, ladies and gentlemen. Now, shifting gears to talk about HCI and EMS at this point. Now, we have not had any new official communication from HCI or from EMS since December. Since I last referenced an email that I got from Euclid, which technically is an official communication because it's direct, it was not a posted communication on the site, but nevertheless, what he informed me at that point in time, was that they were working through things, cooperating with the authorities, going through the investigation that they were dealing with. They believed. He believed, rather, this is Euclid, by the end of December 2014, that they would be able to complete their investigation, and then they would be coming back to us in January, to let us know where we are moving forward. Now, it is the 13th of January. We have not had that communication yet, although I do believe it is forthcoming. Now, I have recently received emails from different people about some communication someone has had with Euclid indicating that something is supposed to happen after the 15th. I cannot confirm that at all, so I will put it out as far as I know that is a rumor, ladies and gentlemen. We will wait until they come back and officially communicate to us via the EMS site, the HCI site, or if someone can produce an official communication direct email from Euclid that indicates where we are and what their intentions are for us, the members, and the program at this point. Other than that, I'm going to treat it as a rumor. So that's where we are at this point with HCI and EMS. Some of you are still concerned about the HCI site, why it is still offline. And let me just refresh your memory. The site was taken offline because of spam mail. The uh, host of the site received spam mail and they took the site offline believing that HCI may be sending out spam mail. There needs to be clarification between HCI and their host regarding this issue. Once they have resolved that, then they will likely come back online. The site is not gone, it's just temporarily offline, ladies and gentlemen. The communication that we receive from them is now coming through the EMS site as that has been restored There were some issues when it went down briefly because of uh, support staff failed to make the annual payment to keep the site online. Once that was rectified, the site came back up immediately and has been there for you to log in and see your purchases. Those of you who made purchases for shares and trust accounts in the last weeks before uh, uh, the site went down or the closing time uh, in November, you will not see those reflected. They have not been posted. There has not been any posting, ladies and gentlemen, in that information at all. So we will have to wait until they come back online and update each account And at that point, you'll be able to see that information updated and reflected in your back offices. All right, we're shifting gears once more now to talk about Imperial Invest. And Imperial Invest, we continue to receive new and updated information uh, rapidly. In fact, it's coming in um, quite frequently during the week. I'm receiving updates from contacts about Imperia. For those of you that are in Imperia, I'm going to make a statement now uh, that concerns all of you in Imperia, and please do listen carefully to it. Part of the information that I'm getting about members from Imperia who have received their packages, and this is not new, but in recent months, individuals who receive their packages from Imperia have had their accounts closed because they failed to keep their word with the non-disclosure agreement. Once you get your NPR package, there are documents that you have to sign that prohibit you, prohibit us from discussing it, from sharing the information. We have been having information filtered through people about reception of packages we have not been able to identify any of those individuals for good reason, because they would be in clear violation of the non-disclosure agreement, therefore forfeiting their account. In recent months, accounts have been closed because people failed to adhere to the strict non-disclosure agreement that's part of their payout. Now There are those of you who have asked me, Wayne, will you share with us when you receive yours? This way we will know and will come to believe that it has happened and that it is happening. And, ladies and gentlemen, for the same reason, I would fear sharing that information, not now after waiting so many years since 2007, am I going to risk what? is in store for my family and I for sharing that information with you so that you can feel good and be confident that it's going to happen for you also. So please understand my position. Please understand those of the members of Interior who will receive their packages and refuse to share that information with you. No matter how close you are to them, family or friend they have a responsibility to adhere to the agreement that they have agreed to now in recent days we've had reports of a number of packages going out from Imperia and these packages well over 1,000 packages have gone out in the last week well over 1,000 this new week I have not had a report yet as to what may have gone out yesterday Monday or what will go out this week. However, whatever information I get about the number or the amount of packages that are mailed out this week, I will bring that to your attention next week. Their goal, based on my understanding, is that all the packages with the debit cards for Interior are to be mailed out at least by the end of this month or before the end of this month. So please be vigilant. Look for them. They're supposed to be delivered by UPS. If you want to make sure or get a heads up that you have a package in route to you by UPS from Imperia, the best thing you can do then is, if you're in the United States and possibly Canada, is register on the UPS, My, UPS site rather under My Choice. This gives you the ability to register your information there, your address, your telephone number, your email address. It also gives you the ability to let UPS know how to alert you the best way if there's a package in their system with your name on it. You can have them text you. You can have them email you. In the event that you have to be traveling and will not be home, likely to receive the package, you can have them hold that package for you up to 14 days. All of that can be done online, ladies and gentlemen. You can authorize them to hold the package for you and inform them when you will be back and be able to collect your package. There are individuals who have received either email or telephone calls from UPS indicating that they have a package for them and that they need to be available within a specific time frame to be able to receive their package. They're also informed that they need to be able to provide identification for the package that has their name on it so for those of you who have individuals or uh, people in your downline who have passed on I don't know that they will deliver that package to the relatives of the deceased because It has been very specific uh, to deliver the package to the identified person whose name is on the package and that person having to provide a picture ID or government-issued ID that they are, in fact, the designated person, and intended person for that package to be delivered to. So please keep those things in mind, ladies and gentlemen. We are excited about what's happening uh, with these programs and what this year 2015 will bring for us or family as well as our community. Now I don't have any specifics about individuals that have received packages anytime recently in Europe or other parts of the world from Imperial, although I was made aware last year that packages were being delivered in Europe. But the fact that I'm not hearing it, ladies and gentlemen, does not mean it is not happening because individuals have become very serious about not disclosing information that would violate the non-disclosure agreement that they have signed on Well, there you have it. That's our call for this week. Please be encouraged. Keep each other in prayer. And also, uh, the programs and the administrators, keep them in prayer. And I know there are many of you that are doing so. You and I don't necessarily understand the full scope of the challenges that they're working through on the behalf of the program for each of us to have us paid this year. We'll be back on this line next week. So until then, God bless. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now.